The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. And good evening and welcome to the Dallin Catholic High School Gym as we get set for boys postseason high school basketball here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Dallin Catholic hosting the Fort Dodge Dodgers in the first round of the Class 4A Boys Basketball Tournament. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo tonight. We brought you the girls game Saturday night. That was a first round regional game and the Dowling girls will be in action tomorrow night. But tonight it's the Dowling boys first round and Jimmy as we always said you, know, you play 21 regular season games but you play for that 22nd game. The 22nd game in high school is the first round of the postseason and tonight that's the case for Dowling and Fort Dodge. Well, Welcome. You, you know the uh, Regular season can be a grind. You, know, you, you get into some ups and downs of a season, and, and you're really grinding things out. You're playing two, maybe three times a week against some really tough competition. And all of that really comes to a halt, and all the attention gets drawn to playoff time where it's survive in advance. And that's all you talk about is let's just work to win by one and move on. It doesn't matter how we win. We don't have to win pretty. We just got to win. And so everything in the past is the past. And so that grind is over. A lot of attention now is is – is centered on tonight, and, uh, and, and you know, Dowling's path to uh, Wells Fargo goes through Fort Dodge first. That's correct. The winner of this game will play on Friday night against Cedar Falls. Cedar Falls ranked ninth in Class 4A boys. They have the bye, if you will. So the winner of this game meets the winner meets Cedar Falls in Cedar Falls Friday night. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off, 645. If Dowling is lucky enough, we would be on the air. I don't know, are you making the trip if that were to happen? We won't know until after the game, obviously. Well, but what's your plan? Well, see, see the beauty about ride, the beauty that. about me being on the radio is, mm-hmm. is the fact that you know my son is out there, so I'm going regardless if you're going to be on the radio or not. So the fact that uh, if, if 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 we have a chance to get up there and and uh, we're going to be on the radio, I'll be there. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that because I never knew what your plans were. Sometimes you. Uh, Head to Florida in the middle of uh, you know middle of the season like you did once. I know that was for a job related issue, but you never know. That's why I asked. But we would be up there if things were to uh, uh, pan out. And of course, uh, the other side of the bracket has uh, uh, Iowa City West and Cedar Rapids Prairie meeting tonight in Iowa City. The winner of that game would travel Friday night to Ankeny Centennial. Uh, Ankeny Centennial, the eighth-ranked team, Cedar Falls and Ice, and we're part of the 8-9 bracket of the uh, Boys Association as they bracketed all eight sub-states out, and we're in the, one of the sub-states that has the 8-9 teams. If, if, if you look for a bracket and you hope to, to you know, you're not going to be a one, you hope to fall in this sub-state bracket where there isn't the 8-9 team, and, and you know, Dowling's played Ankeny Centennial twice, and not to, to look, you know, forward too much, but, uh, you know, that's a team Dowling has beat at least once, and, and uh, Cedar Falls is a team that, in the past, Cedar Falls has been that team that you really looked at could really win it, and they just don't have that type of a team this year. They're a really, really good uh, basketball team. They have some some good size when you look at their roster. Uh, but, but you know, Dowling, you get in a position where, hey, anything can happen in the postseason, especially when you're focused on one game at a time. And, uh, and a lot of good things come out of that with the way kids play, the way kids distribute the basketball, defensively rebounding, all culminates to tonight, and as I mentioned, it's just one game and, and move on. Now, Dowling and Fort Dodge used to be a part of the Central Iowa Metro League when it was an 18, then became a 19-team league with the additional Waukee Northwest. This year, the league's split, so Fort Dodge is part of the Iowa Alliance. 
So, therefore, the two teams did not meet each other. But last year the two teams met. And, as a matter of fact, uh, Coach Clay Thielking was at just his fourth game as Dowling traveled to Fort Dodge in a non-conference game uh, back on Tuesday, December 7th of last year, and Dowling beat Fort Dodge 72-22. You can probably throw that out because Fort Dodge graduated four of their five starters from that team. And the, the one starter left is their leading scorer tonight, and that's Javion uh, Jondal. But nonetheless, uh, the two teams have met once in the last uh, 13 months, and Maroons came out on top with uh, basically the same uh, group. So uh, there's no disparity there, even though they didn't meet this year. But, but, you know, I think that's always a good thing. When you start playing teams in the playoffs that you have not played in a while, they don't know a whole lot about you. You don't know a whole lot about them except for you, what, what you see on film. And that whole mindset, you know, of, of, of who you, who, who's the, the best player and who do, who do you see in, in, uh, night in and night out that you see so often in the Central uh, Metro League, you really don't have that right now. I think playing a team that you're not familiar with is the best-case scenario right now for this Maroon team who has had an up-and-down season. They, you know, they've struggled at times, and they've played really well at times. So moving on to a team tonight that you have not seen in over a year is a good thing, and then hopefully – you make it to that next round, and again, it's a Cedar Falls team that you do not play very often. Uh, so good things always happen when you're not too familiar with teams uh, and you're not playing them very often. Well, for the Maroons, they've been battle-tested. The CIML has put four teams uh, in separate brackets in as number one seeds, and uh, we saw one of the other number one seeds in Norwalk Friday night, Indianola and Norwalk out of the Little Hawkeye Conference. So there's six out of the eight sub-states that are well represented uh, by Central Iowa League teams. And uh, so the Maroons uh, looking to, you know, use their schedule to their advantage. And, you know, you don't have a, you don't have a 500 record. But you're going to play teams above 500 with the exception of Fort Dodge tonight. Uh, you, you look to use that to your advantage. And one of the things we should mention is uh, the, the Dowling-Fort Dodge game. Uh, we are the only radio station broadcasting here tonight. Fort Dodge Radio did not come down. So we want to welcome those listeners from the Fort Dodge area, Webster County. As uh, the team is here, the teams are warming up. The Dodgers come in with a record of one win and 19 losses. They won their opening game of the year. They beat Boone by four points and have lost 19 straight under uh, head coach Willie Williams in his second year for Dowling Catholic. The Maroons are nine wins, 12 losses as they come into the contest, and they've lost four of their last five games and uh, five of their last seven games. So both teams not on the best, you know, run. But they're in that 8-9 bracket, so they got a chance when the, whoever the winner of this game has a chance in the next round uh, facing a very competitive Cedar Falls team, and that's where we're at tonight. Well, you know, if I'm Coach Williams over at Fort Dodge, and they've had a very rough season in themselves, I think you tell your team, you throw that out, out the window. Records mean absolutely nothing at this point. So what has happened to us uh, in the past really doesn't mean anything. And you look at these two teams offensively, and both teams seem to struggle from, from, uh, from an offensive point of view. You look at field goal percentage, Fort Dodge is last in Class 4A. Uh, Dowling is 45 out of 49, so they're they're three below. Uh, you, you look at uh, three-point percentage, and Fort Dodge is last in three-point percentage, but Dowling doesn't shoot the ball all that well uh, from the outside uh, as well, and, and they're, they're middle of the pack in Class 4A. I think when you look at how these two teams differentiate the most is you look at the way they handle the ball, turnovers per game, the Maroons are, are averaging just uh, just under 12 turnovers per, per game, and Fort Dodge is almost 16. I think that's an area where possessions become critical, uh, and then rebounding the ball. I think the Maroons have done a, fa- a fairly good job as of re- uh, recently finding ways to get offensively and defensive rebounds, and if they can keep the Dodgers off the, off the board and look for those second-chance put-ups, uh, get high-percentage shots, you know, good things are going to happen tonight. 
You're listening to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Dowling and Fort Dodge, first round of the boys' sub-state Class 4A tournament. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo here in the pregame show at the Dowling Catholic Gym. Good news for the Maroons. Drew Morrow, their leading scorer, is uh, available, and he will play tonight. They had a little shoot-around today, and he got the all-clear. Been bothered by that ankle. Had a little issues with side-to-side. Could have went Friday night against Norwalk, but didn't. And was close to being a... you know, on the shelf tonight, but Drew will start and play tonight, so that's good news. And, and talking with Coach Phil King, as we got here early, uh, Jimmy, he said, you know, it's kind of tough to have him out for uh, two or three games, and if we are fortunate enough to, to be in Cedar Falls on Friday, he's got three games he hasn't played in. Yeah. So that's so tonight's a chance to get the rest off, and obviously not the load management deal with the NBA players right. do, but just keep an eye on him and get him some reps and get him some rhythm. Well, you, you watched him on the bench uh, against Norwalk the other night. I think deep down he knows he could have played, and each, each time out he inched himself one seat closer to the coaches, hoping that, that uh, you know he'd get the chance to get their, their eye and hopefully put, get put in. So as much as, as Drew uh, wanted to play over the last uh, couple games, uh, those two to three games uh, has been really good for him, and I think he's going to find out in his legs tonight how much more fresh he's going to be uh, playing up and down this court uh, against Fort Dodge, and, and hopefully that carries on to uh, to Friday night. We want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, along with Skeffington's Formal Wear, Construction Professionals, Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Dental Association for supporting our broadcast all season long. It all started back in August during football and continues now through February and, of course, the postseason, hopefully ending in March. We'll take our break. We'll take a one-minute break. Come back with our starting lineups tonight, Dowling and Fort Dodge. Boys, first-round substate here at the Dowling Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join the Iowa Catholic Radio family for the celebration of Holy Mass at our Chapel of St. Gabriel the Archangel on the first Friday of every month at 11.30 a.m. The chapel is located at our network studios, 1355 50th Street, Suite 500 in West Des Moines. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. CPCustomHomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Sister Mary of the Visitation from the Servants of the Lord and the Virgin of Matara. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, and welcome back to the Dowling Catholic High School Gym here in West Des Moines. We get set for boys postseason basketball here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Dowling Catholic taking on. The Fort Dodge Dodgers, first meeting between the two schools this year. Dowling won a game last year in uh, Coach Steele King's first year as a head coach. And let's take a look at some of the games going on in boys' substate brackets tonight. Keep in mind these are uh, the undercard, if you will. The winners play uh, a team that will have a bye on Friday. So we'll start with substate one. Sioux City North takes on Sioux City West. The winner will play at Norwalk on Friday. The other bracket has Council Bluffs Jefferson at Johnston. And the winner of tonight's game between those two teams will play at Sioux City East on Friday. In Substate 2, Cedar Rapids Prairie is at Iowa City West. The winner will play at Ankeny Centennial on Friday. And uh, the game we're going to have on Iowa Catholic Radio, Fort Dodge at Dowling. The winner plays at number 9, Cedar Falls, Friday. These will all be 7 o'clock starts unless there's double headers at some of these sites. 
Substate 3, Muscatina, Davenport Central. The winner plays at Dubuque Senior on Friday. And Dubuque Hampstead at Pleasant Valley tonight. The winner plays at Bettendorf on Friday. Substate 4, Davenport North of Davenport West. The winner plays at number one ranked Cedar Rapids Kennedy on Friday. Clinton at Burlington is the other side of that Substate 4 bracket. And the winner plays at North Scott Friday night. In Substate 5, City High of Iowa City at East Waterloo. The winner plays at Valley on Friday. The other part of that bracket, Cedar Rapids Jefferson at Cedar Rapids Washington. The winner goes to West Waterloo on Friday. Substate 6 is Iowa City Liberty at Linmar. And the winner travels to Indianola Friday night. The other part of that Substate 6 bracket, Ottumwa at Ankeny. The winner travels to Ames. Substate 7 has Des Moines Lincoln at Marshalltown. Two teams that have the same exact gym, the Roundhouse, at Marshalltown and Lincoln. And this game is at Marshalltown tonight. The winner will play at Waukee Northwest Friday. The other side of the bracket in Substate 7, Mason City at Southeast Polk. The winner travels to Des Moines Roosevelt. And finally, Substate 8, Des Moines East at Urbandale tonight. The winner travels to number 2 Waukee on Friday. And the other side of the bracket has Des Moines North at Dallas Center Grimes. The winner travels to Council Bluffs Lincoln Friday night. That's a look at the substates around the uh, Class 4A brackets. Take a look at the starting lineups tonight. And let's start with the Fort Dodge Dodgers. We mentioned they come in with the record of 1-19. They come in averaging 42 points on offense, giving up 60, just under 65 points on defense. Their head coach is Willie Williams in his second year. Four wins, 38 losses, assisted by Charles Clayton and Brian Friedrich. Uh, sophomore coach is Damian Miller. And the freshman coach, Tyler Winter and Jordan Jackson. They will start this lineup at one guard, Cade Westerhoff, a 6'1 sophomore, averaging 8 points, 4 rebounds. Westerhoff will wear number 3. The other guard is Carter Woodruff, a 5'7 sophomore, averaging 4 points, leads the team with 19 steals. Woodruff will wear number 4. The third guard is Ty Adams, a 6'0 junior, averaging 4 points, 2 rebounds. Ty will wear number 14. And the fourth guard is Kyron Wilson, a 6'2 senior, averaged 1.5 points, 2.5 rebounds. And Wilson will wear number 21. And at forward, their post player is Javion Jondal, their leading scorer, averaging 17 points, 7.5 rebounds, going to play football at Iowa Central Community College, leads the team in blocks and field goal percentage, and Jondal will wear number 23. Off the bench, we'll see Ty Terrell Mosley, a 5'7 freshman wearing number 5. Number 11, Taiwan Isom, a 5'9 senior, will be another reserve coming in, and Ryan Daniel, number 22, a 6'0 junior will make uh, an appearance tonight. That is their top eight for their rotation for Fort Dodge. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons will go back to almost a usual starting lineup. We saw until the injuries hit uh, Dowling Catholic. The head coach is Clay Thielking in his second year, 18 wins, 27 losses, assisted by Jimmy Nahas, Zach Nicholson, and Kevin O'Hare. The Maroons come in with a record of 9-12. and 12. They've lost four of their last five games, coming in averaging 52 points on offense and just over 50 giving up 59 points on defense. They'll start at one guard, Davis Sheck, a 5'11 senior, averaging 8.5 points. He'll wear number three. The other guard is Joey Coppola, 5'11 junior, averaging 10.5 points. He'll wear number four. And the third guard is Drew Morrow, a 6'1 senior, averaging 12 points. He'll wear number five. At one forward, Colin Clark, 6'3 senior, averaging 2 points, 2 rebounds. Clark will wear number 11. And Riddick Metten, the 6'4 junior, is the other forward, wearing number 21. Averaging six points, four and a half rebounds. So Sheck, Capola, Morrow with Clark and Metten in the post for Dowling Catholic. And uh, that is our starters tonight. Jimmy, a quick word before we uh, get to our break. Well, Maroons, I think you, you find, find John Dole anytime you're on defense. Uh, he's averaging 17 points a game. He's the guy that you got you to look to stop. But 
the Maroons offensively get out and run. Every time on a miss, get out and run and get things moving. All right, we'll take a break and come back with the starting or with the tip-off between Dowling and Fort Dodge on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, Mark Amadil, Jimmy Cataldo. I want to thank uh, Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, as we get set for the tip-off, Dowling and Ford Dodge. The Dodgers out on the floor right now in their road black uniforms with uh, red numbers, white borders. Dowling in their home white uniforms with maroon numbers, black border. And uh, maroons will be going right to left towards the south basket here in the first half. And we're just about set. Our officials tonight, congratulations to them in the postseason. Derek Clausen, Randy Rindel, and Dan Zaggers. And Coach Cataldo, we're underway with Ford Dodge winning the tip. It looks like uh, Clark has drawn the, the task to slowing down Jondal, as you would expect, because uh, Clark has been the biggest defensive stopper, one of them that the, the Maroons have had this year. So expect some, a lot of body Jondal. I think he's going to get suffocated. And a starter for uh, is Drake Warland for uh, Ford Dodge. He gets the start wearing number one, a 5'10 sophomore. He is he is Jondal's cousin, and now a turnover by Ford Dodge to start things off. The shot clock wound down. Dowling in the front court as Maroons now have it to Capola, top of the key. Fort Dodge looks like stays in a 2-3 zone. Smart look by, by, by Fort Dodge. You know, force, force the Maroons to shoot three-point shots, which they just have not been very very good at doing. And here's Capola for three. It's in and out no good, and a rebound out to Fort Dodge. Dodgers running in transition. Warland all the way down court. Misses the layup with the left hand. Rebound Carter Woodruff, and the Dodgers get a brand-new shot clock and a put back up and good by Westerhoff. So 2 to nothing Dodgers as Westerhoff gets the offensive glass. Dallin breaking the press by Fort Dodge. There's Sheck in the front court. Now to Morrow. Skip pass over to Sheck underneath. He shot too strong underneath, and rebound Dodgers. And that's Hunter Horn with the rebound. So the Dodgers with a couple of changes as Ty Adams and Kyron Wilson did not are not starting tonight. They're coming off the bench. And it's uh, Drake Warland, Cade Westerhoff, Carter Woodruff, Javion Jondal, and Hunter Horn. And now underneath, a shot too strong, no good by Woodruff of the Dodgers. Rebound Dowling. Metton running. Tries to pass underneath the Clark, and it's stolen away by Fort Dodge. All the way down is Jondal. Layup good. It's 4 nothing Dodgers. Well, uh, Fort Dodge is getting out and running every time they get a a loose ball or, or a rebound, the Dodgers are out running, and then 
anytime that there's a turnover or make, they're pressing the Maroons, working hard to get back into a 3-2 zone. Now the Maroons break the press and Metten underneath. He finds Colin Clark for the basket, 4-2. Four Dodge leading Dowling. The Maroons now with full court pressure. Dodgers trying to get through it. They do. Here's Warland underneath. His shot to the left hand, no good. Offensive rebound, Horn. Turnaround shot in the lane, no good. Rebound Dowling and Drew Morrow. Marl down court, leading the break. In the corner goes to Sheck. Davis a three. It's no good. And the rebound for Dodge. Dodgers in the lane. Westerhoff with the shot up and good. Carter Westerhoff, Cade Westerhoff with his fourth point. Dodger lead is four, six to two. Impression in the backcourt near steal by Westerhoff. Dowling gets it in the front court. Runs. Out of sync right now a little bit. But yeah, the one thing that you've seen with the Maroons over the last couple games is, is the, the opponents they're playing. The Norwalks, the, the uh, Urbandales have just played so much more aggressive than the, the Maroons have. Now whistling a foul on Dowling as a steal. And we got two free throws coming for Drake Warland of Fort Dodge. So the Dodgers with a little bit of a different starting lineup. And they've taken a 6-2 lead, and free throws coming here for Drake Warland. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo here at the Dowling Gym. First round of the Class 4A postseason. Substates, free throw good by Warland, the left-handed sophomore. Ty Adams and Kyron Wilson, who were listed as the starters, are now coming off the bench for head coach Willie Williams in his second year. Second free throw rolls around and falls through. Six-point lead now for four Dodge. Eight to two Dodgers in a full-court press. One-two-two full-court press. Here's Capola. Diagonal pass back over to Marl. They break the press. Maroons in the front court underneath, and Metten shot is no good. Gets his own rebound. Nice pass from Kleppe, and Riddick up, and the shot is blocked. Down with a brand-new shot clock. Here's Capola underneath, and he leaves it for Clark, who shoots and scores. So... Lo a long to way see, to go. Love there. to see what Joey Capola did there. You know, and he's had a wide open three pointer. Instead, he, he decided to take the ball hard to the basket, draw the defense, and found Clark wide open on the block. Smart play by Capola. Dowling had Ryan Kleppe enter the lineup the last time. Turnover against Dowling as they push it down court. Kleppe, a 6'3 junior, has been a starter, but coming off the bench tonight. So he and Metten will be two of the post players, and Dowling's showing full court presser. Got a stoppage here. I think the possession are correct. Okay. Brian Hughes, Jay Ricky, Todd Crandall. The table in they, front of us. They get the first pull, table. They've been pulling as much duty as you have over the last five days. So we, we got to know those, each other. Those. Nobody's bought anybody a meal, but we got to know each other, Jimmy. <laughs> I'll give you that. And, and Kevin Otte here, don't forget the, the, the official, right. the other set of stripes, the official book. Ball pulled duty here the last uh, several nights. All right, here's Jondal with it for Dodge. Double team guarded by Clark. Dowling stays man-to-man, -man, trailing 8-4. to four. Now corner three by Woodruff. Oh. Up good. Carter, Cade Woodruff. Woodruff with a corner three. The Dodgers up seven. Good, quick. Full court press by the Dodgers. Really putting a lot of pressure on the Maroons, getting the ball across. Morrow dribbles baseline, can't get off the shot. Now he will in the corner. It's up and no good. And the rebound for Dodge and Carter Woodruff. Here's Jondal down the lane. A little scoop shot up and no good. Drew the foul and he'll get free throws. Foul on Dowling. Javion Jondal 
17 points he averages for the Dodgers, followed behind Riddick Metten. And John will go to the free throw line. He's also one of their best free throw shooters at 60%. Dodgers shoot 54% from the line. He's one of their better free throw shooters at 60. First one up and good. Three right. for three at the line for the right now for the Dodgers. You're looking at uh, a, a couple key key factors. <laughs> right now they're out rebounding the Maroons six to three. Uh, you know they've been able to take seven free seven field goal shots to the Maroons just four. And and then the, you, you look at the Maroons offensively. I think they're settling once again. They're settling in for those threes that that they struggle to hit. They're zero for three from the three point arc. Hence they're only sitting at four points. So you know some of the things that I think is, if you're the Maroons, you're talking, you know. Even though they're they're in the three-two zone, they're giving you the shot. Let's work it in for for a, for a higher percentage shot where the Maroons are much better at taking. So cut into the basket, and if you're the Dodgers, I think their up tempo right now is certainly dictating the flow of this game and how long can they stay into that? Because if they do, they're going to cause the Maroons a lot of problems. I want to thank Skeffington's Formal Wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One for supporting our broadcast all season long here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Twelve to four is our score. Four Dodge with the lead. And a second free throw coming for Javion Jondal, the 6'3", June, 6'3 senior, and he makes them both. Nine-point lead for the Dodgers. And fresh from the backcourt. Now here's a three by Clark. It's no good. Ball rattles off the rim and rebounded by Ty Adams, who gets in the game for the first time tonight. Adams, six-foot junior, coming off the bench, normally a starter. Now in the lane, a shot no good by Warland. Drake Warland with the miss. Rebound Nianji, who's in there for Dowling Catholic. Andrew Nianji who had nine points against Norwalk Friday night in the Dowling lineup. All right, Kleppy with it. Now tomorrow in the corner to Coppola, fakes the three, moves in. Now they keep moving the ball in the perimeter. Here's Kleppy with it to Clark, 15 on the shot clock. Clark's pass inside of Nianji, stolen away by Warland, and his, his shot is blocked out of bounds. Nice hustle that time by Colin Clark. Catching from behind, but again, an empty possession for Dowling as Clark will check out. And checking in will be Dante Cataldo for the first time tonight. One thing I think you're seeing out of Joey Capola offensively is he looks a little gun-shy, and I, I hope that's not from the last game. He had a poor shooting night. If you're Joey, you just got to keep shooting. You know, he had a bad night. Tonight's a completely different night, but don't get gun-shy. I think he's turned two or three wide-open three-pointers uh, away, and, uh, and, and hence those uh, came, came away with turnovers. And Capola picks up the foul as he was guarding Jondal on that inbounds play, and Jondal at the free throw line hits the first. Jondal now with five points, 14-4, to four, four dodge by 10 with 2.38 to go here in the first quarter. Second free throw good. Dodgers by 11, 15-4, Fort Dodge. 2.30 remaining underneath. A shot up and no good by Dowling Catholic. Free throws coming for the Maroons. And a foul is on Ty Adams, his first. Free throws coming for Dante Cataldo, a 67% free throw shooter on the season. It's a bucket. First free throw off the back iron. No good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Astro Vision Clinic. Construction professionals and dental associates. Drew Morrow will check out. Davis Sheck in the lineup for the Maroons. So it'll be Sheck, Capola, Cataldo, the three guards with Nianji and Kleppi. Second free throw, no good. And a rebound, Taiwan Isom, who just checked in. The 5'9 senior wearing number 11. And now for Dodge in the front court. Here's Jondal with it. Now in the corner for three. It's no good by Adams. Rebound Dowling. 
Maroon's with it. Here's Coppola with it. Joey works baseline. Now it's cut off. Swings it over to Kleppe on the left baseline as we approach the two-minute mark. Cataldo top of the key. Dodgers staying in that uh, man defense. Here's Coppola for three. Up, no good. Offensive rebound, Dowling and Cataldo. And he tries to get it to Coppola and throws it out of bounds. I think what you mentioned with Coppola a little bit, Jimmy, might be confidence at this juncture and yeah. this late in the season. He was 0 for 10 Friday night. I think he was like uh, 0 for 7 or 8 from three-point range. And Joey just got to find his rhythm and his confidence. And that just that sticks to you. You're, you're a basketball guy like Joey, and you have nights like that. And it sticks with you for a few days and probably slept on it a few times. And it's probably come today a little gun-shy, but just got to shoot his way out of it. All right, here's Capola in the lane. Stops, dumps underneath to Nianja. Shot up and good. Nice move by Nianja as he flashed to the left block and got right in front of Ty Adams. Like the Maroons are going to full court press themselves. Try to dictate the tempo of this game as, as Fort Dodge has really done most of that so far in this first quarter. Kyron Wilson in the lineup now for Fort Dodge. Number 21, a 6'2 senior, and he gets the ball as they break the press. 20 on the shot clock. One thing the press did, burn about 15 seconds off the shot clock. Now down to 10. Dodgers with it. Woodruff in the corner. A three-pointer up and good by Taiwan Isom. His fourth three of the year. And all the way down court. Dowling shooting and scoring again. It's Nianji getting loose underneath. Great transition by the Maroons fighting their way to get back down, down court. And Drew Morrow finding Nianji as he opened up in the center of the lane. Dodgers face full court pressure. They get it across the time timeline. Javion Jondal. The leading scorer for the Dodgers, averaging 17 points, has it. Now swings it over to uh, Adams for three. It's no good. Rebound Dowling and Kleppe. Outlet pass to Cataldo. Now back to Coppola. Kleppe top of the key to Coppola. And see the Dodgers look like they're in that 2-3. Now they give it to Nianji, right elbow. Gets it back to Coppola in the corner for Sheck for three, and it's good. As we got 14 seconds remaining. In the quarter, and Davis check with his first three, his 31st of the year, and it's 18 to 11 Dodgers. Well, Dodge breaks the press, four seconds remaining. Isom with it in the lane, it's poked away by Nianji, and we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Fort Dodge, 18, Dowling Catholic, 11, alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadell. We'll be back with the second quarter here in this Class 4A Boys Substate first round game from the Dowling Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Encounter Jesus and local Catholics daily. Tune in to Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of the Daily Mass from St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines, weekday mornings at 1030, or listen anytime with the Iowa Catholic Radio mobile app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Randy Jensen from St. Francis Catholic Church in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. back here at the Dowling Gym. Second quarter just about ready to start. 
for Dodge leading Dowling 18 to 11. And uh, Jimmy, give us a few of the numbers as they inbound the ball here. Broon shot four of seven from the field, 57%, one of five from three. And here's Sheck for three, no good. Cataldo on the offensive glass and put back good. Dante Cataldo, offensive rebound and put back 18-13 now Bro is our score. Bruins go seven rebounds and four turnovers for the Dodgers. They go three of nine from the field, two of four from three-point arc. Uh, eight total rebounds and uh, two turnovers. They go uh, six for six from the free throw line in that first quarter. And Dowling forces a traveling call in the backcourt. That pressure on the Dodgers. So Maroons force a turnover and have the basketball trailing 18-13. Dowling has not had the lead in this contest. Now here's a corner three up and good by Kleppe. Ryan Kleppe with the corner three from the left side. His 12th of the year and it's 18-16. Now a steal. And a shot by Kleppe, no good. Bodies hit the floor and a whistle of foul on Cade Westerhoff for Fort Dodge. That'll be his first and team foul number two on the Dodgers here, Jimmy. I think the Maroons, it, it took the Maroons about half a first quarter to really get their mindset right and understand that this Fort Dodge Dodger team, regardless of the record, are playing really, really tough tonight. So the Maroons have found uh, some speed in their game with their four, full court pressure. Uh, the offense is moving much, much better. They got a turnover on the full court pressure there. And, uh, and then uh, Kleppe taking to the hole and, 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 and drawing a foul. And Coach Williams for Fort Dodge got an extended uh, breather for Javion Jondal. Second free throw good by Kleppe. Dowling tonight 2 of 4 at the free throw line. Dodgers are 6 for 6. So Jondal had an extended stay. He had the end of the quarter, which was a minute. And then he had the, uh, the break and a whistle and a foul in the backcourt on Dowling. And Kleppe will pick up the foul. Third team foul. Check that. Fourth team foul on Dowling here in the first half. Dodgers with two. Four Dodge will inbound it in the backcourt. They get across the timeline. Woodwork with it. Dowling will drop back to man-to-man -to -man defense. Dodgers left to right towards the north basket here. The visiting team tonight out of the Iowa Alliance Conference. Dodgers record 1-19. Dowling's record 9-12. The winner meets Cedar Falls in Cedar Falls Friday night. And if it's Dowling, we'll be up there here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now a baseline shot up and no good by Woodruff. And the rebound out to Dowling. Drew Morrow back in the lineup for the Maroons. Now in the corner to Sheck for three. It's no good. And the rebound, Jondal. Dodgers with it. Not a bad look for Sheck. Uh, he's he's, he's going to be a streaky shooter. There's Warland underneath on the pass from Jondal. The ball knocked out of bounds. They're going to give it to Fort Dodge with 27 seconds remaining on the shot clock. Maroon's playing with a much quicker lineup here with uh, with Metten, who's, who's done a great job helping defense at the top of the key and getting a turnover steal there by Metten. Metten with the steal goes down, and the ball's loose out of bounds. They're going to give it to Dowling. That's a good job that time by Ty Adams trying to take the charge. Yeah, Riddick, Riddick gets a little bit of body, and I think he's thinking that he had a foul called, no call, but just kind of stops on the play and just got to. Riddick's got to understand he's got to play through those those contacts, let the officials officiate, and, and but you can't stop playing on that as the ball got loose and he just stopped and looked at the official. We've got a holding call on Fort Dodge. They got uh, Dante Cataldo. Hunter, Hunter Horn was guarding him, and Cataldo drew the foul. So foul starting to rack up here for Fort Dodge. That is their third team foul. First foul on Horn. Dowling with four team fouls. Capola, Morrow. Kleppe and Metten all with a foul each. Jack Odie in the lineup for Dowling for the first time tonight. Now the ball thrown away. Maroons commit the turnover. Odie, the 
6'3 senior, threw it in, and then Dowling threw it away. I, I, after. I just, you know, it's, it's a typical inbound play where the guy throwing the ball inbounds is going to try to set into the corner for a three-shot, and Drew Morrow just didn't rotate out of, out, out of that position because Odie was sitting there waiting for the shot and, uh, and hit the ball out of bounds. Dowling in a 1-2-2 full court, 1-2-1-1 full court press, and now a near steal by Cataldo. Here's Warland with it, leaves it for Woodruff. Woodruff hits the deck and keeps possession of the ball. He found his teammate right there, Kyron Wilson. Now we got an illegal screen on the on the Dodgers and another foul. This one will be on Cade Westerhoff, his second. 18 all, Dowling and Fort Dodge. Maroon's looking to take the lead for the first time tonight. And we've got a timeout called by Fort Dodge. This will be a full timeout. 5.50 remaining, first half. And it's Dowling 18, Fort Dodge 18 here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Young Catholic Minute. Why don't women have the right to choose? Because killing people's wrong, that's why. That might sound extreme, especially when our culture likes to say things like terminate a pregnancy, blob of tissue, and don't you have compassion for the mother? Yeah. Enough compassion to try to protect her from the emotional and spiritual scars she'll have from having someone murder her baby. Because when you strip away all the jargon and emotional fireworks, that's what's left. The real, rational, scientific reality is that from the moment of conception, you have a human being. And just as slavery and the Holocaust have shown us, it's not a good idea to start deciding that some human beings aren't human persons. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym out of the timeout called by Fort Dodge. Both Dowling and Fort Dodge have four timeouts remaining. And underneath the lob pass from Sheck to Jack Odie is up and good. Odie with the basket. And a nice pass by Sheck coming out of that timeout, Jimmy. It's a great way to break break the zone zone uh, uh, defense is backdoor cut underneath the uh, – there are three men underneath, and, and Odie does, and great look by Sheck. A whistle and a foul on Dowling will be on Colin Clark. Clark picks up his first foul, 15 foul on the Maroons. And it'll be Fort Dodge inbounding the ball underneath their own basket. Brand new shot clock after the foul. Warland throws it in for the Dodgers underneath the Woodworth. On baseline, is shot up. No good. Rebound, Metten. Off to Clark. Underneath to Odie, and his reverse layup. Good. Another assist, and Odie gets the beneficiary of the basket. Jack Odie's probably looking for a game like this where he can really break out his senior year, uh, getting four quick points in the in just uh, under a minute of the game. Runs keep up the uh, full-court pressure. Dodgers do a great job of getting the ball inside to Westerhoff. He's shot up and good. Westerhoff with six points, 6-1 sophomore, pressure by the Dodgers. Maroons now having trouble getting the cross. They do. Odie has it. Down the lane he goes, kicks it out tomorrow. Drew in the lane underneath to Odie, back out to Clark for three, up, and in and out, no good, and a rebound Westerhoff and the Dodgers. Lead pass to Jondal. Javin in the lane, has the ball knocked out of bounds. It'll be Dodger basketball. Good Both look teams. by Colin Clark. Boy, that ball was in and out of the, the, the cylinder, and but couldn't get a better look than that. Dodgers win down the ball. Warland gets it to his cousin, Javion Jondal. Not a Westerhoff. 
Back to uh, Warland. Warland in the lane. Leaves it for Westerhoff. Westerhoff dribbles baseline against Odie. Can't get off the shot. Now leaves it in the lane. Shot off the glass. Too strong by Ryan Daniel, who's in there for the first time tonight. And the rebound, Dowling. The other way we go. Shot up and good by Sheck. And Dowling now opens up a four-point lead. Talked about in the pregame is getting out and run if you're the Maroons on missed shots. And, and they're finding success doing that is get out and run on any missed shot and uh, don't allow them to set a press or the zone. Now Dodgers turn the ball over. They cross the timeline on the Dowling press, and they throw it into the Dowling bench. So it'll be Maroon basketball. Drew Morrow will sit down. It'll be Clark Coppola now in the lineup. Sheck, Odie, and Reddick Metton, the five on the floor for the Maroons. Turnover number five for, for the Dodgers. It's starting to add up a little, bit, a little bit for them here in the second quarter. Uh, seven for the game. All right, here's Coppola with it. In the corner it goes, left side to Odie. Jack dribbles baseline, reverse layup, no good. Hits the underside of the bracket, and the rebound out to Fort Dodge and Warland. Drake Warland with it, the 5'10 sophomore. Runs the point, now gets it out to Woodruff. The Dodgers will reset. Dowling drops back to man-to-man. -man. John Dole's gotten a little bit quiet. Uh, it started the, the, the second quarter with six points. It's still sitting at six points. Uh, Colin Clark got the initial responsibility of guarding him in the lane. Pull-up jumper by Warland, no good. Rebound Dowling and Riddick Metton. 3.15 to go in the half, 24-20 Dowling. Here's Sheck with it in the corner to Coppola for three, and it's good. And that snaps an 0 for 13 from Joey Coppola the last couple games, and that was a big basket for him. Well, you get streaky, and if that once that lid gets off the basket, Things start going down, so hopefully it brings a little bit of confidence to Joey in the shot. You just got to keep shooting, and he did. And now a shot up and no good. Offensive rebound, John Dole, and the putback up and good. Strong move by the Iowa Central Community College football recruit, and John Dole shoots and scores. That's his first basket. And Dowling the other way, shooting and scoring. A lot of their points coming from transition tonight. Is, uh, that's, you're going to have to you know beat this aggressive four dodge team just by running. And Maroons look more comfortable running than they are setting up an offensive set. Davis Sheck with the basket. That is his seventh point. And now four dodge the other way. And shooting and scoring is Cade Westerhoff. That's his eighth point. 29-24, Dowling by five. Now the Maroons break the press. Odie for three, good. Right in front of the Fort Dodge best. Bench on the left wing. And Jack Odie off the bench with seven points. His ninth three of the year. And it's 32-24, Dowling by eight. At the free throw line, pull-up jumper by the Dodgers. Ty Adams, no good. A putback up and good. And was that Jondal that worked Jondal. his way in there? Yeah, it was. Jondal gets the offensive rebound and then uh, a lot of athleticism going back up to convert the uh, the shot off the offensive rebound. He's got 10 points, does JV on Jondal. Averages 17 points and 7.5 and rebounds on the season. Now near still by Jondal. Nearly picked the pass off. And in the lane, here is Riddick Metten with the score. Jondal had to pay for that. He went for the steal, and he came up empty, and Metten with his first two points of the night, and it's 34-26 Dowling by eight. Back comes the Dodgers. They break the press. Pull-up jumper at Westerhoff. No good. Rebound Dowling. Underneath the Sheck. A shot to left hand. Good! Davis Sheck went left-handed against Woodruff and scores. Davis, Davis is standing about 5'10", 5'11", but his vertical leap has to be over 30 inches as he gets so high up on the on the rim the and press uh, is makes a, it so much easier. The press has uh, caused the turnover. Dowling goes all the way down and a shot up in uh, no good. 
but a foul on Fort Dodge, and free throw's coming for Joey Coppola. And they're going to whistle the foul on Drake Warland. His first, and Joey to the free throw line for two shots. Coppola, a 61% free throw shooter on the season, hits the first. As Andrew Nianji and Ryan Kleppi check in for the Maroons, Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and dental associates are our supporters all season long here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Less than a minute to play here in the first half. Dowling 37, Fort Dodge 26. If you joined us late, Fort Dodge got out to an 18-11 first quarter lead, and the Maroons have done their best to uh, tie it and then take the lead by 12 right now. Ball kicked out of bounds at half court. Maroons continue that full court press. And that's really enabled them to get back in. Now a bad pass stolen away by Coppola. Underneath to Odie, and his layup is good. That press has bothered Fort Dodge after their press bothered Dowling. I think it's, it's been the big change in tonight's game for the, for the Maroons is going to that press, but you got to hand it to Fort Dodge. Fort Dodge really dictated the reason why Fort Dowling had to do it. And now here's a steal by Kleppi underneath. Reverse layup, no good, and that should be goaltending, and it is. Good job by Westerhoff, but he pinned the ball on the rim, and they're going to count it. So Odie gets another basket, and I'm running out of space for Jack. He's Point got 11, 11 points here in the second quarter, all in the second quarter, Jimmy. Well, it's, 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 it's a night, as I mentioned, Jack would love to have. It's his last game here at Dowling uh, as a senior. As all these seniors, it's the last game playing here. Uh, seeing that if they win tonight, they go to Cedar Falls. Here's... Tytrell Mosley with a corner three who's in there now. It's no good. Ball slapped out of bounds. It'll be Fort Dodge basketball. Or he pointed the wrong way. Excuse me. <laughs> It'll be Dowling basketball. Well, they, 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 he tried to save it out of bounds and hit the back of the backboard. So easy call for the officials. They just got their signals wrong. Well, the whole, Everybody started running the other end, and the official knew it. And he said, no, just stay here. Now, Nianji underneath. His shot up and no good. As the Maroons... At the horn, can't get the shot off, and we have come to the end of the first half with the score. Dowling Catholic, 42, Fort Dodge, 26. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo. Jimmy, before we go to break, give you uh, give us a little bit of a synopsis here of the first half. Uh, Dodgers out to an 18-11 first quarter to lead, but uh, Dowling comes back and scores outscores the Dodgers 31-8 in the second quarter. To take the lead, 42-26 here at the half. Well, again, you got to commend commend the Dodgers and the way they came out and played uh, to, to start the game. They came out full court pressing the Maroons, put them in, a, put their defense into a zone, forced the Maroons into shooting three point shots, which the Maroons have not been successful doing. So, it really forced the Maroons to up tempo their game, go to a full court press, and a lot of the change came when that second quarter, a mixture of the Maroons' pressure, the Maroons taking the ball on transition, but it's also the Dodgers. Eight turnovers in that second quarter alone, 10 for the game for the Dodgers has really accounted for a lot of this uh, offensive output by the Maroons. Both teams six for six from the free throw line in the first half. We'll take a two-minute break, if you will. Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer. Halftime score, Dowling 42, Fort Dodge 26 in this boys' class 1A first-round sub-state game from the Dowling Gym. We'll return after this two-minute break on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 
Enhance your prayer life one song at a time. Enjoy sacred music wherever and whenever you want. Available now at iowacatholicradio.com, your Alexa device, or download the Iowa Catholic Radio mobile app from Google Play or the App Store. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Nick Gerhart from St. Pius X in Urbandale. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. Welcome back to the Dowling Catholic Gym alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadil. Halftime score of this boys' class 4A quarterfinal round game. Dowling leading at halftime 42-26. Dodgers got off to a great start. They led 18-11 at the end of the first quarter, but Dowling outscores Fort Dodge 31-8 in that uh, second quarter. The Maroons have a lead here at halftime of 16 points, 42-26, and... Uh, Jimmy's still doing well. I can start with the score. Or do you want to? However you like to do it. I'm, I'm ready. Well, we'll ready. Sure. I mean, I, you get a rasp. I got a rasp by the Fort Dodge and one of the you parents. Get, a, yeah, you get know. yourself together. Uh, I, I, the, the, I don't know if that conversation the, was about your strike zone or about. I'm not sure. Well, the thing is, Andy Adams came by and visited with us. She's the head softball coach at Fort Dodge High. Won a state Tremendous championship two years ago. Fort you Dodge know High. your daughter played against her in the conference. Yeah. Last year they got runner-up. But you said congratulations. I just said, hey, she was runner-up last year. You don't congratulate the runner-up. Well, then I have a I have a sore on my elbow, <laughs> on my shoulder right now because you said that. I well, said that. Well, and sometimes, I mean, it's a congratulations <laughs> about how great the program is going. Oh, and, and you that, were going there. I didn't see. I didn't, I didn't pick up on this. daughter is a heck of a softball player. That <laughs> Absolutely. C4 Dodge has, has done so well. Yeah, uh, with her at the helm. But let, let's go over the first half stats. For Please the do. Thank you. Some runes again. I, you know, we <laughs> talked about really taking advantage of, of points in the paint. The runes have done that, going 12 of 19 from the field, 63 percent. They went four of 11 from the three-point arc for 36 percent. 13 total rebounds in the first half and five rebounds, or excuse me, five turnovers for the uh, four Dodge Dodgers. Seven of 21 from the field, 33 percent. They went two of five from the three-point arc, 
They got 14 total rebounds and then finished with 10 total turnovers, eight of them coming in the second quarter alone. All right, let's take a look at the scoring in the first half for both Dowling and Fort Dodge. As I am, I got a little behind here, so bear with me. For the Fort Dodge Dodgers, they were led at halftime by Javion Jondal, their leading scorer, averaging 17 points. He has 10 at halftime, four for four from the free throw line and three two-point field goals for his 10 points. Cade Westerhoff, the 6'1 sophomore, with eight points on four field goals. Three points for Taiwan Isom, and three points for Carter Woodruff. Dodgers went six for six at the free throw line, as did Dowling in the first half. For Dowling Catholic, they were led by, off the bench, Jack Odie with 11 first half points. It was followed by Davis Sheck with nine points, Joey Coppola, and Ryan Kleppe with five points each. And then uh, four points for Andrew Nianji off the bench for the Maroons. Four points for Colin Clark. Riddick Metten with two points and Dante Cataldo with two points. And Drew Morrow, who got the start tonight and is playing, had no points in the first half. So that's some of the scoring for the Maroons, uh, Jimmy. As I mentioned, Dowling also going six for six at the free throw line. Uh, the Maroons went uh, four of six from the free throw line in the first Four of six, half, excuse yes. me, yeah. But uh, I think you said it best. I, you know, a highlight of that first half for the Maroons, you know, upon some of their team uh, uh, you know, figures has been the play of Jack Odie. And, you know, it's his senior night. So it's his final senior game here at Dowling. He's a four-year uh, player uh, in the Dowling program and has to feel good as Jack has just not got a ton of playing time his senior year. But he's certainly taking care of, of business tonight with 11 first, first half points and really taking advantage of offensive rebounds, being at, at, uh, underneath the basket for – Good passes, good passes by Sheck. One really good pass by Coppola, uh, finding Jack Odie underneath the basket, but converting on those on those shots himself. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, that is kind of like Jack's type of game because the full court press has put presented opportunities for both teams to score without getting into a set offense. And when you can run the open court, that's one of the guys you want running the open court. And that is uh, Jack Odie comes off the bench for the Maroons, and he's done a great job. And obviously for Dowling. It's, uh, you know, trying to neutralize Javion Jondal, outstanding athlete in his senior year. He's the only starter that returns from this uh, team that, uh, that went 3-19 uh, and 19 a year ago. But uh, Jondal's the lone senior, and uh, he's uh, the whole way the program goes on him, and, and Dowling has uh, not really found an answer. He's 4-4 uh, at the free throw line, 6 points, uh, uh, 3 field goals, so 10 points, and obviously – Colin Clark got assigned to him, and then when Colin went out, I think it might have been Dante or somebody else, but uh, he's going to be a load to find out here in the second half. I think the only knock against Jondal in the first half is he's probably just not shooting enough. At one point, he scored six early points in the first quarter, and he just kind of went silent and then really uh, found his latter uh, four points late in the second quarter. So getting Jondal more involved in the offense uh, as, as he is their playmaker, both inside and out, as he's taking the ball hard to the basket. He shot the ball from the outside, but he's there for the offensive rebounds. Uh, but he's certainly the guy that, uh, that I try to find on our offensive sets. But the transition for the Maroons on the, uh, uh, for the, uh, in the full-court press, I think the Maroons look so much more comfortable in transition fast-break points than they do setting up their offense. So I think that would be get out and run. Get out and run as often as you can. Get a rebound, find an outlet pass, and then go. And everybody's got to work to back to the offensive side and see what you can get back. Uh, uh, in the uh, in the offensive transition. 
All right, we're at halftime here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, 42-26. Dowling with the lead at halftime in this boys' class for a first-round sub-state action. Winner goes to Cedar Falls on Friday. We'll take a break and come back with the second half. We'll take a one-minute break. Our score, Dowling 42, 4 Dodge 26 on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Randy Keel, you say that we desire change, but desire isn't enough. Change is not easy. Change even stirs some level of anxiety inside of us. Part of our mind that has our defense mechanisms, it will talk us out of change. If we make the plan for our personal interior change after the decision, we will find the plan is able to be accomplished far more than if we make the plan first before the decision. The Catholic Morning Show, weekdays at 7, only on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. Dowling Jim, Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo for Dodge having the basketball first to start the second half. Dowling gets a steal and all the way down. And Joey Coppola basket has been wiped out as they're going to call him for the charge. That'll be Joey's second foul. As Maroons lead at 42-26. And Dowling picking up full court pressure. 1-2-2 full court press against the Fort Dodge. Back court. Now they get it across the timeline. Dodgers get it underneath and a pull-up jumper good by Cade Westerhoff. That is his 10th point of the night. Westerhoff's having a nice offensive game. He's saying it's, it's his 10th point. A nice smooth jump shot from about five feet. Dowling breaks the press as Fort Dodge does the same. They press Dowling and now check for three up top of the key. No good. Ball tipped out of bounds and it went off of Fort Dodge. Woodruff was battling Metton and uh, Woodruff had the height advantage there, 6-3 versus 5-7. It'll be Dowling basketball and a brand-new shot clock for the Maroons. They work underneath, and Colin Clark is fouled as he went to the basket, and he'll get two free throws here. Foul on Drake Warland. That's his second. So Keep first, cutting to the basket. I think the Maroons are finding you know, good things are happening as they're cutting to the basket, and that time Colin brought his uh, defender up high, then cut hard to the inbounds pass. Nice pass inbounds, and then drew the foul. And first free throw good by Colin Clark, who has five points tonight. Second one on the way. And rolls around and falls through. Gets the uh, Jimmy Cataldo. We always take those those four or five bounces off the rim as long as it goes down. That, nobody it. knows That's in all, the stat it sheet. still counts. Doesn't have to be a net snapper. Of course, I don't think you had too many of those from what I've been told. <laughs> all right, 44-28 Dowling. Seven minutes left, third quarter. The winner plays at Cedar Falls Friday night to advance the tournament. Here's a steal by Coppola. Gets it out to Clark. Corner three by Coppola. In and out, no good. Rebound, Metten. Gets it out to Clark. In the corner to Morrow for three, and it's no good. And the rebound cleared out of there by 
Drake Warland and Fort Dodge. Bruins had a couple looks. Now in transition, the Dodgers with a shot, no good. Put back up and no good by Warland. And a whistle and a foul on Warland. Off the rebound. Oh, check that. We're going to whistle a foul on Hunter Horn. Horn picks up two. his second, yeah. All right, Fort Dodge pressing. Dowling breaking the press. Capola underneath feeds it to Metten, and he's uh, surrounded. Now they get it out front. In the corner now to Capola for three. It's in and out no good. And a rebound, Jondal and the Dodgers. 44-28 Dowling, 6.15 to go third quarter. Jondal in the lane, nice through and scores. Strong move by Jondal, that's his 12 point. Yeah, since one thing the Bruins have struggled with with a few games is the dribble drive through the paint. They just have not done a great job stopping that play in a few games. Well, Colin Clark shoots and scores for the Maroons. He's got four of his eight points here in the third quarter. 46-30, Dowling by 16. Now the Dodgers break the press, and they get across the timeline. All right, Jondal with it, goes to the basket, and he draws the foul. They're going to get Colin Clark for the pushing foul before the shot. And on Colin, that'll be his second foul. Jondal wants to go. Yeah. He can go. Boy. Yeah, he's he's quick enough, and I think Colin's going to have a little bit of of trouble with that, especially if Jondal gets ahead of steam, you know, high above the the, the arc, and and that's what he did. He got a high high high, you know, ahead of steam and came downhill, and Colin got him a little bit with the body, and we play on. All right, Dodgers inbound the ball, brand new shot clock, three pointer by Ty Adams up and no good. Rebound for Dodge, another offensive board, but they can't get it to Falls. The putback is no good, and here's Sheck with it to Capola. Fakes the three, dribbles down, kicks it back out to Morrow. Drew for three, up good from the top of the key. Drew Morrow with his first three in about three games, up and good. First points for Drew tonight, just three points, uh, but he hasn't had a ton of ton of looks. Now the other way we go, Woodruff for three, good from the left side. Carter Woodruff. That's his second three of the night. He's got six points for the Dodgers. 49-33 Dowling. Underneath check. His shot no good. Rebound for Dodge and Woodruff. All the way down he goes. Layup no good. Tip no good. Rebound Dowling and Colin Clark. You know, that press really doesn't set up much offense. It's just uh, transition, transition. And now the Maroons will work their but set you, offense you, But too. you look at the offensive. No. The you know, Coppola for two there, but you look at the offensive sets for both teams, for both teams, especially you look at the, the statistics for the year because this is your this is who you are. Fort Dodge is last in Class 4A in, in, in offensive output, and Dowling is 45 out of 48. So, you know, they're not good in the offensive set. So if both teams can get up in transition and create points that way, I'm sure they feel much more comfortable scoring points that way than trying to set up offensive sets. And Dowling with the basket, and an immediate timeout by head coach Clay Fielking and Dowling is uh, Coppola with his seventh point right now. And it's 51-33, Dowling by 18 after uh, the Maroons trailed, believe it or not, by 11 in the first half before they kind of clawed their way back, got it tied, and I think we were in the 20s, and the Maroons took the lead right when they got, I think it was 22-19 or something like that, so... Got themselves in the hole where they've dug out, and now it's a chance to uh, maintain that. And you've got uh, Jondal, who's going to try to will that Ford, this Ford Dodge team back, trailing by 18 here, Jimmy. 
I, I think that that's something he probably tells his teammates and just get me the ball and, and help, you know, set a pick, great shot for me because I can score at any moment uh, if I get downhill. And with uh, Colin Clark out, Kleppe has his assignment and now shooting and score is Ty Adams with his first bucket of the night. Ty, the son of the young lady that we were talking to at halftime, Andy Adams, a softball coach, and now Sheck's pass deflected, but taken in by Dowling, and uh, Coppola picks it up, gets it to Kleppe. Dowling breaks the press. Kleppe leaves it for Morrow. Drew in the lane. His shot up and no good. Rebound Metten, and now Coppola for three, in and out, and back in good. Joey's starting to find his stroke, and that is his 10th point of the night. Again, any way it goes down, it goes down, and ball rattled in. It goes down as good in the, in, in the stat sheet. A long three, no good by Carter Woodruff of Fort Dodge. Dowling with the rebound. Here's Metten in the lane, hands it off to Sheck. Layup, good. Nice job by Metten. Got the assist as Sheck got the basket. He's got 11. 11 points for Davis Sheck. 56-35, Dowling by 21. And now here's a steal by Coppola. His shot off the glass, good. He took it away <laughs> from Jondal. <laughs> nice little fake. Fake dribble drive by Coppola, really pushing Jondal and his momentum through the basket, and then opens up a wide-open layup for him. Another steal by Dowling, and this is Coppola. Doing it on the defensive end. Out to Sheck, in the corner to Kleppe for three. It's up off the back iron, no good. Metten with the offensive board, and we got a reach-in foul called on the Dodgers. Runs are going to substitute a couple of players. Adams picks up the foul, his second, so... Nyanji and Odie check in, and Davis check, and Metten check out. Now we got a timeout called by Fort Dodd to see what Coach Williams wants here. It'll be a full timeout. We'll take it with him. With 2.48 remaining here in the third quarter here at the Dowling Gym, it's Dowling 58, Fort Dodge 35, in first-round coverage of the Class 4A Boys Substate here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Bring the Eucharistic Revival to your parish with Iowa Catholic Radio's Eucharistic Miracles of the World banner display. The work of future saint, Blessed Carlo Acutis, this beautiful display will educate and inspire. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Mary Klingen from Sacred Heart in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. back here at the Dallin Catholic High School gym. Monday night, boys sub-state basketball. Glad you could join us. Dallin with the basketball, the inbound play underneath, and they get it to Nianji, shoots and scores. Andrew Nianji with his six points, and it's 60-35. to Dallin with its largest lead thus far over Fort Dodge with two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Well executed that time. Now Fort Dodge with the basketball. A shot in the lane, no good. The ball tipped over the backboard. It'll be Dowling basketball is Dante Cataldo set to check in. And Runes with their largest lead here, uh, Jimmy, of 25 points. Again, they're, they're 
creating action by the by the turnovers that uh, that Fort Dodge is, is is creating for the Maroons, but the uh, but the press the Maroons I think have figured out how to break it and, and it's creating great points for them in the transition. All right, Dowling breaks the press by a couple of seconds and Maroons will work their off on the offensive end. And now Nianji, a little high low, try to get into Kleppi and uh, Kleppi couldn't handle the pass and it's stolen away by. Tytrell Mosley of the Dodgers. So four Dodge in their half court here. With it is Kyron Wilson. Backdoor cut and Nyanji with the block and bodies hit the floor to be a foul on Andrew as attacking the class that time was uh, Tytrell Mosley and there's a height differential but Andre, Andrew, yeah. Andrew got him with the body. Andrew kind of snuck in a little bit with his body and did create it but got high up on the, on the release where he got the all ball on the on the block, but created the contact on the body. Free throw good by Tytrell Mosley. High seven freshman. As Coppola checks out and checking in for the first time tonight, Nick Frerichs, second free throw good. So Mosley, the freshman, two for two at the line. 60 to 37, Dowling. Maroons break the press. Odie underneath the Nianji, and it shot up, no good. And tipped by Wilson out of bounds. It'll be Fort Dodge basketball. Good job that time by Kyron Wilson, 6'2", senior, battling Nyanji at 6'5". Nyanji got the ball deep in the, underneath the basket and found himself too deep underneath the basket and yeah. just did not have a good angle for the backboard and, and put the ball in. Fort Dodge with the basketball. They trail 60-37. to minute and a half to go here in the third quarter from the Dowling Gym. Glad you could. Join us tonight. I want to welcome all our listeners from the Fort Dodge area that are listening tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And Al Jondal thought he was going to shoot it from just outside the free, th- free throw line and didn't. He passed it underneath, and his teammate wasn't watching. So turnover against the Dodgers. Full court press by Fort Dodge. Here's Frerichs across the timeline to Odie. Two on one, and Jack will take it to the hole. Layup no good. And gets his own rebound. Kleppi rather has it. And now we got a whistle and a foul on Fort Dodge. So the Maroons had tremendous opportunity there, but not a whole lot of size underneath for Fort Dodge to battle that. That foul will be on number 14, Ty Adams, his third. Maroons had two really good looks at that and just couldn't get the ball to go down. Dowling inbounds the ball. It's Cataldo, Odie, Frerichs, Kleppi. Odie and Nianji, and now a steal by Fort Dodge on the bad pass. Here's Warland with it. Gets it over to Kyron Wilson. Shot no good, but the rebound Fort Dodge. Warland with it, picks up his dribble, guarded by Cataldo. Here's Mosley, top of the key to Adams. Ty with it. Dribble handoff, leaves it for Warland. Underneath the shot up, no good, drew the foul. And Dante will pick up the foul, his first. You'll watch Dante on, on, on defense. <laughs> if I could get into his ear, and, you know, you got to play a little bit tighter on your defense. Don't give, don't give your, your, your opponents any, any room to breathe, especially if you're quick and you can move. You know, get up tight uh, on, on, on your defensive sets. And, uh, and a lot of the, the dribble drive penetrations really go away. And that's all well and good until you lose your man or you're, you're a half right. step behind a very quick guy. But that's, that, that's where your help defense and, and the rotation of defense that, that, uh, that, that's discussed so often is the rotation of that defensive help uh, that's so crucial. Second free throw no good by Warland. Rebound Dowling and Kleppi. Outlet pass goes to Jack Odie. 34 seconds remaining in the third quarter. 
And about a three-second differential between shot clock and game clock. Nyanji now on the right block, turns, shoots, and can't get the shot down. Gets his own rebound. Ball slapped out of bounds, or slapped away and into the hands of Warland. All the way down, his shot up and good. Drake Warland with the basket. That is his fifth point. And 10 seconds remaining. Poor Dodge will drop back to half-court defense. Seven seconds remaining. Kleppy with it. Out to Nianji. Two seconds remaining. Nianji. And his shot at the horn. Are they going to count it? Yes, they are. Nianji for three at the buzzer. And we've come to the end of the third quarter here at the Dowling Catholic Gym with the score. Dowling Catholic 63 and Fort Dodge 40 alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadell back with the fourth quarter of this boys class 4A substate first round game from the Dowling Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with an important message. Our on-air fundraiser starts Monday, February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. And thank you for helping connect listeners to Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, my name is Tim Stacy. I'm from Holy Trinity in Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're underway here in the fourth quarter. Dowling with the first possession. They get a corner three that's no good. And a rebound out to Fort Dodge. 63-40 Dowling. And now the ball in transition. Lost out of bounds by the Dodgers. And, Jimmy, you got to look at – oh, you're still, you're no, still got the go. calculator going. Go I'm ahead, take go. it so away. Our, through our, three quarters, uh, yeah. the Maroons, 17 of 30 from the field, 56%. <coughs> Excuse me, they've gone nine, uh, 7 of 19 from three, 20 rebounds, and eight turnovers for the Dodgers. 11 of 30 from the field, all right, uh, 3 of 8 from the three-point arc, 20 rebounds, and now 14 turnovers. Right, here's Morrow with it as Dowling now works underneath the Met and right block, guarded by Jondal, his shot up good, right over Jondal. Riddick Metten with his fourth point tonight, and it's 65-40, Dowling by 25. They have equaled their largest lead of the night, have the Maroons, after trailing by 11 in the first quarter. First half, and now a steal by Sheck on a bad pass. All the way down, left-handed layup, good. Hunter Horn with the bat, bad pass, and Sheck made him pay for it. He's got 13 points. And we've got a timeout on the floor. Travel. Nope, or, nope I thought he did. I thought Coach was going to call timeout. Traveling on four dodge on yeah. their offensive end. Looked like Westerhoff was, was, was you know pushing the ball hard downfield, or down, down the court, and uh, just added one more step on the transition. Full court press by... For Dodge and stolen away by Jondal. Javion Jondal with the steal for the uh, 6'3 senior. Down court he goes. A shot up and good. The basket will count and a foul on Dowling. They might get Metten for the foul. We'll see. And they do. So Metten picks up his second foul on Jondal. Another strong move. Picked up his 14th point and has a chance here. Jimmy for an and one. But it's, it's, you haven't got the ball in that gentleman's hands enough tonight. 
Free throw no good, and Metton with the rebound. Jamba with 14, and now here down, down the lane, Joey Coppola shoots and scores, and he's breaking out of his slump, 14 points as he gets his rhythm back. 69-42 Dowling, 6.15 to go, fourth quarter here at the Dowling Gym. The winner moves on to Cedar Falls Friday night for the Class 4A Substate Semifinal, and in the lane, a shot high off the glass by Drake Warland is good for the uh, Dodgers. Seven points for Warland tonight. Good high layup. And now down court. Diagonal pass underneath. Check the pass to Metton. His shot is good. And he drew the foul. And a foul on Fort Dodge. That'll be on Carter Woodruff, his first. And Riddick Metton now with six points and a chance for an and one here. As Capola and Marl sit down. Colin Clark back in the lineup for Dowling along with Jack Odie. Metten at the free throw line. And it's good. Should be just one. Yeah. I think that's what they're. Did, did I miss something? No, no, no. You know, it, it's, it's, it's one of the. <laughs> One of the rare times that you're truly paying attention to the action. And uh, and one, you Riddick, know, Riddick converts. And if I wanted somebody to talk like that, I can go home. I, My wife you, and daughter have said that. Dad, you're not following me. Well, you're calling timeout. I travels timeouts tonight. Sometimes you well, call. I, I thought the coach was calling timeout. <laughs> I saw him. And now we got, after all that, it was an and one, free throw good by uh, Metten. We go down the other way and a foul on Dowling, and that will be on Riddick Metten, his third. Free throw's coming for our man, Jondal. He makes the first. Jondal, 15 points tonight. And maybe, like I said, I just don't think his hands his hands have, have been on the ball enough and created enough shots for himself because right. he's shown himself to be pretty effective taking it at the room. I remember you saying that. I know one thing. If uh, you're the offensive coordinator, you're throwing it to him as much as possible in football. Yeah. And, Maroon's a diagonal pass again. They break the press, and on the other end, Riddick Metten shoots and scores. 74-56, 74-46, excuse me. Dowling with the lead, 5.30 to go, fourth quarter here at the Dowling Gym. Again, the winner plays at Cedar Falls Friday night. Jondal for three, good. I think he's heard you, Jimmy. He's got 19. Before press by Fort Dodge. Ferricks brings it up. They get underneath to Odie, and his shot is blocked. They say... Body and ball at the same time, and it'll be a foul on Fort Dodge. Let's see who. It'll be whistled on Westerhoff, his third. Free throw's coming for Jack Odie, who had 11 points at halftime and looking for his first points of the second half. First free throw, no good. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Raider brought to you in part by the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formal Wear as Metten, Sheck, and Clark all check out for Dowling. Kleppy in. Also in there, Cole Suther. And the free throw, second free throw good by Odie. He now has 12 points. 75-49 Maroons. There's Fort Dodge with the basketball. And that's Warland underneath. Shoots and scores. He's got seven of his nine points here in the second half. Full court pressure by Fort Dodge. Here's Ferricks with it. Nick brings it up. Gets in the front court to Cole Southard. Now to Cataldo, who checked in. Dante with it. Nearly stolen away by Jondal. 
They swing it in the corner. Southard for three. Good. My goodness, that young man. He can pitch and he can shoot the three. Well, Southard is, is, is a good shooter. He hasn't seen a ton of playing time just with the depth the Maroons have. And, uh, but, you know, just a junior, Cole Southard, you're going to get a lot of seeing from him next year. And, and uh, if he continues to shoot the way he is, you're going to see a lot, of, a lot of points out of the young man. Here's a shot by four dodge, no good. Offensive rebound, Jondal missed it, put it back up, good. 21 points for Javion Jondal as he got a couple of offensive boards and a missed shot and then a made shot on that possession. Approaching the four-minute mark, 78-53 Dowling here in the fourth quarter. Dodgers being aggressive defensively, just trying to make everything up temple. Here's Odie in the lane, leaves in the corner for Cataldo for three off the Front of the iron, no good. Fight for the rebound. Bodies on the floor. Underneath, layup good by Cole Southard. It's his fifth point. Love seeing the, 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 the no, no, no quit out of the Dodgers. They're continuing to play up and down. Coaching staff is really pushing them to put pressure on the ball, and they continue to do that. And underneath, Carter Woodruff shoots and scores. That is his eighth point. Dowling the other way, and... We're just trading baskets here at the Dowling Gym. That is Odie with the basket. He's got 12 points. Corner three up and no good by the Dodgers. And the rebound out to Fort Dodge. Ball slapped out of bounds by Frericks. It'll be Fort Dodge basketball. With, so we approach the three-minute mark. Substitutions in for Dowling. Jackson trying to 5'11 junior checking in. Checking out will be Ryan Kleppe. So it'll be Jackson trying, Jack Odie on the floor for Dowling. Cole Southern. Now we got a five-second call. Nick Frerichs out there, forcing the five. And let's see. And Dante Cataldo, and we're going to have more changes here as Danny Nielsen will check in along with Jack Jepson. Jimmy, that's the whole roster. Maroons have emptied the bench. Well, they got a couple more deep at deep at the end of the bench. I think they are dressed. Olier Agal and, and Gabe Reinhardt, but and, uh, and Gabe Reinhardt get a chance to see senior Danny Nielsen. Three three minutes left. Underneath they work it to Nick Frerichs. He shoots and scores. 84-55 Dowling by 29. Largest lead of the night for the Maroons. Dodgers have it. Here's Warland on the baseline. Kicks back up top to Woodruff. Here's. Taiwan Isom, who's in the lineup now for Fort Dodge. Now a near steal by Dowling and Southard. And Fort Dodge retains possession. They got a new shot clock out of the whole deal. And now in the lane, a shot up and good. And I think that was uh, Woodruff shoots and scores. That is his 10th point. Comes the second Dodger player in double figures. 84-57 Dowling. Jepson for three, no good. Jack with the miss. Fight for the rebound, and Danny Nielsen in there fighting with Carter Woodruff. Jump ball, possession arrow, poor dodge. Several guys we haven't seen a ton of this year is Jack Jepson. As I mentioned, Danny Nielsen, Jack, Jackson Trine is in the game, and Cole Southard, uh, and then uh, Nick Frericks, who actually Nick was starter for the Maroons early in the season with Joey, Joey Coppola out with an injury, so Nick Frericks is the other guard for the Maroons, and the Maroons look to empty their bench here on the next dead possession. Gabe Reinhardt 
And Oliera Gal, two juniors, set the check in. Here's a corner three. It's no good by Royce Peterson, who's now in there for four dodge. Offensive rebound Dodgers are now whistling a foul, I believe, on Dowling. We'll see what the official has. Yeah, they're going to get Frerichs for his first foul. Officials tonight, Derek Clausen, Randy Rindell, and Dan Zaggers. Congratulations to them. Checking out for Dowling, Cole Southern, and Nick Frerichs. As Ollie Aragawa gets in the lineup, and Gabe Reinhardt. One of the one of the very few times we've seen Gabe Reinhardt on the year, and Ollie Air, who's a great sized body and one of the harder working basketball players in in our program. Uh, we just haven't just seen a lot of him. All right, Jefferson's pass to Nielsen. He threw it out of bounds. It'll be a turnover against. The Maroons with a minute 42 to play here in the fourth quarter. Dowling is set to advance to Cedar Falls on Friday night. We're part of Dowling is part of the 8-9 uh, bracket. As Cedar Falls is the number ninth ranked team in Class 4A. The eighth ranked team is Ankeny Centennial, and they're on the other side of the bracket. There's a shot put up and no good by Fort Dodge. Dowling with the rebound. Now a turnover by the by the Maroons. Ty Adams with it. Gets it to Isom. Fall away jumper, leaves it short, and a rebound. Dowling and Jack Jepson. He has the ball poked out of bounds, and uh, how about that? Adams knocked it off of Jepson. It'll be a turnover here. Turnover number four for the Maroons in the fourth quarter. And, you know, you want to see a lot of these kids, I know, want to get into the scores book and get a chance to shoot. You've got to get the ball across the court first. All right. Four dodge with it. Taiwan Isom with it. Top of the key. Lobs it inside. To Wilson, who's guarded by Allier. <laughs> In the lane, and Allier with the deflection and shot no good. Rebound, Jepson. Jack with it. Outlet pass to Trying. Corner three up and no good by Gabe Reinhardt. That might be his first varsity attempt. Hey, uh, if I'm Gabe Reinhardt, I'm, my arm's cocked. When I get that ball, I don't care where I'm out on the court. I'm shooting so good for Gabe. Allier with the uh, Agao with the rebound after a missed shot by four dodge. 30 seconds left in the contest. Allier get it inside to him, and he loses it. Down court comes Kyron Wilson, shoots and scores. Kyron Wilson with his first basket of the night. 84-59 Dowling. Runes in transition. They work underneath to Nielsen. Danny works his way inside, draws the foul. Adams with the foul. And Nielsen a chance to get in the scorebook. It'll be the fourth foul on Ty Adams. And you're tied in here, Mr. Right. Cataldo at the line. First one up and no good. Danny Danny's also exiting senior this year, so it's his yes, last opportunity to play in front of a home crowd at the Dowling Gym. So six seniors on this Dowling Club. You're right. He's one of them. Second one up and no good. Missed them both. Rebound for Dodge. Eight seconds remaining. And Allier with a steal. A turnaround shot up. No good. And fight for the rebound. And that'll do it as a wipe off the last shot. Final score, 84-59. Dowling boys will advance to the sub-state semifinal this Friday in Cedar Falls, and we will be there with them as Fort Dodge concludes their season with a record of 1-20. and 20. Dowling improves its record to 10 wins and 12 losses. Congratulations to head coach Clay Thilking and the Dowling team. 
including those six seniors that all got to play tonight on their, uh, well, their home finale, if you will, in the postseason. You know, give a ton of credit to Fort Dodge tonight, you know, a team that's, you know, one win on the season. They did not play like a one-win team. You know, they came out and took it to Dowling right away and played with a lot of tempo, a lot of quickness, uh, and a lot of energy. And to travel down here, what, you know, 90 minutes, two hours uh, from Fort Dodge to, to play in, in, in a game like this, uh, they certainly went at it and, and, and took Dowling to, to, to the wire, at least through, through two hard quarters, maybe three quarters, just uh, Dowling's up-tempo transition and the turnovers that, that the Maroons created uh, really expanded on on the lead for, for the Maroons tonight and, uh, and, and, and got them away with a, with a nice win. Javion Jondal led the way for Fort Dodge as he, was, uh, he had 21 points. As we start totaling up our numbers, we're going to take a, a two-minute break, and we'll come back with uh, final statistics and unofficial scoring when we return to the Dowling Gym as Dowling advances to the Substate semifinal with a 84-59 win over Fort Dodge. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, and we'll return to the Dowling Gym with our postgame show. We may get an interview or two, so stay tuned here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. This is a Young Catholic Minute. What's wrong with girl watching? God made them pretty on purpose, right? Yes, he definitely did, because he wants us to be attracted to them, attracted enough to love them, to enter into marriage, and to give up our lives for them. But is that what girl watching is? Nope. You know what it is? (laughs) Yep. Girl watching is a sure ticket to never really becoming a man. Real men love heroically, with commitment and sacrifice, and when they see true beauty, they serve it. They don't try to make it serve them. What if Aragorn and Lord of the Rings had gone chasing after that blonde girl? Or maybe just for a little while. Now, Aragorn knew that even a little girl watching would make him a boy and prevent him from doing the manly tasks before him. The ring would never have gotten destroyed, he'd never be king, and he'd never marry his queen. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. The annual Christ the King Parish Library book sale is March 17th to the 19th at the Christ the King Parish Hall, 5711 Southwest 9th Street on the south side of Des Moines. All proceeds go to our parish library, a message from Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Teresa Tamio from Catholic Connection, and thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Now we're back here at the Dowling Gym on our post-game show tonight. Dowling with the win over Fort Dodge in boys' first round, Class 4A substate. Dowling with the win 84-59. The Maroons improved to 10-12, and they will travel to 
Ninth-ranked Cedar Falls Friday night. We'll have that game on Iowa Catholic Radio. 6.45 pregame, 7 o'clock tip-off, Dowling at Cedar Falls. And uh, Coach Cataldo, I can just forewarn you, Mr. Uh, Devinny and I did a girls game up there several years ago, and uh, we're up kind of on a catwalk on the second floor, so it's it's not like the accommodations they provide us here <laughs> uh, it, will be a little bit out of the way. Yeah, you got to understand, anytime <laughs> we go on the road with you, it's sort of expected that, you know, we get put up in the rafters <laughs> or we get put behind fencing that we can't see through. It's it's a little bit of what... You, you think that's all I, me, I huh? think it's a little bit of... Yeah. <laughs> well, that is where their press area is. I'm just trying to, you know, trying to cover myself here. That is their press area at Cedar Falls. And as we find out, this is the final year of their old school. They've got a brand-new school that's uh, in a different area, of, uh, not too far away, but uh, being built, and it'll be like the brand-new Ames High School. So uh, we look forward to that. But, no, we'll get, the, we'll get the old stuff Friday night, and we hope the weather clears. We know there's supposed to be some storms coming in. Of course, our people that are – Folks that are listening in Florida, Texas, Arizona, right. uh, we've got California, state of Washington, we've got people on the Internet, and it's like, yeah, we, we're going to get some uh, winter weather, and it's going to be the white stuff, and they're saying it could be quite a bit, but I think we'll be dug out by Friday. If not, we'll figure it out a way. We're getting so close to, uh, I think everybody has that winter blues at this time of year. Spring and just, fever. Gosh, it was 50, 50-plus 50 degrees out, and you go outside, and it feels like 70, so... Yeah. I'm ready for a break in the weather, uh, but, you know, we don't have too many of these weather events coming through uh, this season. But, uh, but yeah, I think we're expecting some, some weather, especially north of Des Moines, yeah. uh, beginning tomorrow night uh, and into uh, to Wednesday. Yeah, so hopefully by Friday everything will work out. And uh, let's talk about tonight's game a little bit. Marines got off to a very slow start. Uh, Fort Dodge with the, uh, the lead uh, early. Got to make room for the athletic director. Well, he's multitasking. Well, he's, I don't know what he's doing. He's, I've never seen him around on computers, but I'll, I'll take his word for it. But uh, here he is. <laughs> uh, but uh, Jimmy Fortnite got out to an 18-11 first quarter lead. They led by 10 at one point in the first quarter. And Maroons came back with a nice run right before the half, outscoring him 31-8. to So it was a great start by Fort Dodge, and you mentioned it. Coach Williams had his kids ready. They pressed the whole game. They're in that 1-2-2. Two, two. They just tried to force you to be quicker than you really wanted to be, and that's what they did with Dowling. Well, I, I think I think what Coach Williams is, is trying to create is, is, is a culture. It's, he's only in his second season and uh, here at Fort Dodge. But, you know, as their, their team started to, to lose a, a lot of this game, down 20, down 20-plus, Points you can hear from the bench to continue to pressure, 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 uh, get up and and uh, move the ball. So, you know, he, he coached to the bitter end, and and that's what you got to do. You just got to create a culture and an expectation uh, around your team and around your kids as to how you're going to play the game, regardless of the score. And uh, and you got to hand it to to Fort Dodge. Really impressed with the way they came down here, uh, it, regardless of the record, and played the Maroons. And and, and I think they they really uh, caught the Maroons off guard early in the in the game. Uh, with their pressure and with their zone, uh, but uh, but certainly woke up the Maroons as the Maroons woke up, got their feet under them, understand uh, you know how they're going to break the press. Uh, the Maroons got out on transition, which I I firmly believe that that's their best offense right now is transition offense, and the Maroons certainly capitalized on that. All right, let's look at the scoring tonight. Uh, we'll start with Fort Dodge. The visitors from the uh, from Fort Dodge they finished the year with a record of one and twenty. They were led in scoring by Javion Jondal. He averages 17 points. He scored 21 tonight against the Maroons. He went uh, 6 out of 7 at the free throw line for the Dodgers. He finishes with 21 points, Javion Jondal. And then 
Cade Westerhoff and Carter Woodruff, 10 points each. And then single digits the rest of the way for the Dodgers, Drake Warland with nine points, three points for Taiwan Isom, Ty Adams and Kyron Wilson with two points each. Ty, Ty Trail Mosley with uh, two points each. The Dodgers went 11 of 14 at the free throw line. For Dowling, the Maroons had three players in double figures and two more that were near it. Uh, they were led by Joey Coppola. He went scoreless Friday night against Norwalk. He scored 14 points tonight. And Davis Sheck, 13 points for the Maroons. And uh, Jack Odie off the bench with 14. So he and Coppola with 14 points each. Sheck with 13. Nine points for Andrew Nianji off the bench. Eight points each for Colin Clark and Riddick Metten. Five points for Ryan Kleppe and for Cole Southard. And three points for Drew Morrow. Two points for Dante Cataldo. And two points for Nick Frerichs. Dowling, 7 of 12 unofficially at the free throw line. That's the numbers I have, Mr. Cataldo. What do you have for some of the stats? So team stats for the Maroons. Uh, Maroons go 25 of 39 from the field, uh, 64%. Uh, you know, team that's averaging uh, under 40% field goal percentage. They go 64% tonight. Uh, Three-point shooting, 8 of 24, uh, 33%. 27 total rebounds for the Maroons and 13 turnovers. For the Dodgers from Fort Dodge, they go 18 of 42 from the field, 42%. 4 of 11 from the three-point arc. 24 total rebounds and 19 turnovers for the Dodgers. And you know, a mixture of the turnovers and, and uh, you know, you, you kind of you win with the press, you lose with the press. And I think the, the, the Fort Dodge, you know, try to up-tempo that press as the Maroons got more comfortable on how to break the press and work the transition. I think it, it ended up being a demise for, for Fort Dodge tonight as they, uh, uh, they gave up a lot of transition points to the Maroons. Maroons, you know, they, they haven't shot 30, 39 times from the field, I don't think, in the entire season. But uh, they go 25 of 39, the Maroons did, uh, from the field. And a lot of those were transition points. Dowling led at halftime 42-26 to over Fort Dodge and outscored the Dodgers 42-33 in the second half uh, to win it 84-59. And uh, Dowling is in sub-state two in Class 4A. The other side of the bracket, uh, as we mentioned, Fort Dodge will be, or rather Dowling, the winner over Fort Dodge, will be at Cedar Falls Friday night for a 7 o'clock tip-off at the Cedar Falls Gym. The other side of the bracket has Cedar Rapids Prairie at Iowa City West. The winner of that game going on right now, or maybe just getting over, will travel to Ankeny Centennial on Friday night. And uh, the winners on Friday night will play a week from tomorrow on Tuesday night for the sub-state final, and that will be at a site to be determined. So that's kind of how all that shakes out. Reminder, tomorrow night we'll be on the air at 645. Tip-off 7 o'clock, Iowa City West. At Dowling in girls' regional final basketball, the winner of tomorrow night's game punches their ticket to the girls' state basketball tournament. And in Class 5A, it would start one week from today as the, the 5A girls begin have the first games. 10 o'clock in the morning, one week from today at Wells Fargo Arena, downtown Des Moines. Exciting for the for the, for the Dowling girls who have been playing outstanding, uh, young team, but been playing outstanding and you know to play Iowa City West. I I, I think. Uh, Mm-hmm. I think, well, in fact, I know my daughter's last game in, in, in high school basketball came against Iowa City West down in Wells Fargo uh, her senior year, and that was the year Iowa City West went on to win. They won it all. Won it all. Five, I think it was five years ago is what I saw. And uh, so, you know, Maroons get a chance. I Pulling for those girls, and uh, I think they can put a heck of a run together. I mean, they've shown they, they can knock off Johnston, who uh, arguably is the best team in the state. And, 
you know, the Maroons can, can beat anybody on any given night. So, but but you got to get there first. And uh, so good luck to the girls tomorrow night against Iowa City West. Uh, no question about that. You look at uh, some of the teams in the, the girls' uh, postseason, Pleasant Valley undefeated. Johnston and West Waterloo, one losses for each of those two teams. And then next comes Dowling with a 17-4 and four record, taking on a, uh, an Iowa City West team with a record of 16-6 and six tomorrow night here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And then uh, two lost Davenport and Ork teams. So there's some teams that uh, bring a lot of uh, uh, experience, pretty good records, but now tested, now battle-tested in the postseason. And that's what we're going to find out, as we will Friday night. You, you did say you're going to make you're going to hitchhike up to Cedar Falls. You there? You're going to get there. a ride with somebody. I, I, I'm, I'm going to drive my car. I'm going to keep wow. the gas receipt. I'm going to keep the miles. <laughs> I've learned these little intricates of trying to find tax write-offs, and believe me, I'm I'm going to take. But you keep mailing that stuff to my house. It's not going yeah, to work. No, I, I can't do that. <laughs> no, I, I I have not uh, I've not been to Cedar Falls for a basketball game, and uh, Cedar Falls has has a nice team. They have. Two uh, two individuals who stand six eight, which you know you look ahead now, and uh, and I think that's going to cause some issues for the Maroons on on height. The Maroons really haven't found the team that has consistent height across the board, and Cedar Falls is going to pose that issue for the Maroons. And you know, and if if, if they're going to they're going to you know sit back and, and shoot the three point shot, it just it just has not been the recipe for success for the Maroons. They got to find ways to get the ball into into the paint, and when you have two six eight guys who are going to contest those shots, it's going to make it extremely difficult. But the Maroons are going to have a few days to prepare for this game, mm-hmm. understand, watch a little bit of film, uh, understand what Cedar Falls does, and, and try to break that because you get through Cedar Falls, and, man, you got teams on that other side of the bracket who you've played. you played the Iowa City West team. you played the Ankeny Centennial team, and you beat them both. Uh, but uh, but they got a daunting task uh, this Friday against Cedar Falls. But one game at a time, survive in advance, doesn't, matter how you win, you just got to win. That's right. And uh, and then see what happens thereafter. All right, Jimmy. Appreciate you uh, sitting in with me tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you Friday night. And I know you'll be rooting on the girls, as I will tomorrow night with uh, Coach Babinat as Dowling Girls will be uh, trying to punch their ticket for a berth in the uh, Girls State Basketball Tournament, which begins one week from today at Wells Fargo Arena. In the meantime, uh, get dug out. Are you going to help, help your neighborhood out? You know, and, and get time, dug out. I want to. I want to throw that out there. You, I still. You have, you have a lot of issues with I, your neighborhood. You know, as, as warm as it's been, I still have snow, which turned into ice on my driveway. It's just I just nobody. Because you didn't shovel it. No, nobody. There's there's no partnering, no collaborating in my neighborhood. What's going but, on with that? But you know, I hope to goodness, and I hope if if if, if Coach Babinat, I'm going to have to talk to him that, you know, if he gets the opportunity to go down to Wells Fargo, I you give. You give these tours mm-hmm. of Wells Fargo and show Media Row, and I, it, it's mm-hmm. one big hug fest with you and the rest of the media. And I got to prepare Coach Babinat for that because, my gosh, I mean, sometimes he has to take over as you're, you yeah. know, you're seeing, uh, you know, colleagues that you haven't seen in probably a year. A year at least. But, you know, we're but going through COVID. It's, it's a one big hug fest. Well, we all get along with each other. We, we that's provide right. information. We exchange information. And that's great. For you, it was your first tour below in the bowl, below the bowl. You're used to paying for those seats I, up top, which you which you probably should anyway. But uh, <laughs> we, I gave you a nice little tour. I took you in the bowels of Wells Fargo Arena. Coach Babbitt doesn't need that. He's been there before. He's been there with the Dowling teams with the Coach Meyer in the first uh, five years he was with him. He knows the way around. He, I don't need to show him that. There's but a you, lot. I was trying to help out. Well, did it, it seemed like you always gravitated me to the refreshment room. Say, this is our refreshment it room. Is. This is where we get our popcorn and our pop. And I thought, well, goodness. I mean, this is the best thing since sliced bread. I think you made Fred Tiernan smile on his <laughs> way home to Polk City or Grimes, wherever the heck he lives out there in the middle of 
Polk he has, County. He has a, like I said, his land. He's going to sit on that for a while. He's living on too. a nice piece of land. That's so. right. Well, in the meantime, yes. have a safe trip up if we don't travel together. Don't ride with your dad. He got a ticket going through Ankeny last time he went north up to <laughs> Applington, Iowa, or Parkersburg, Iowa, and he's watching uh, your nephew play. And uh, got a little speeding ticket, so be careful that. We're not in a hurry. Leave early and leave yourself plenty we'll of time. All I right. will. All right. See you Friday, my friend. You too. Jimmy Cataldo, my broadcast partner. Hey, they're handing out treats here. All right, that'll wrap things up. Jennifer Phelps, I want to thank you, our studio producer here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Wow, look at this basketball. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, let's wrap things up from the Dowling Gym tonight. Our thanks to uh, Willie Williams, the head boys basketball coach at Fort Dodge Senior High School. His record fall, Their record falls to 1-20 as they conclude their season. Dowling improves to 10 wins and 12 losses, and they'll travel to Cedar Falls on Friday night. And that'll wrap things up from the Dowling Gym. Tom Wilson from the Dowling Athletic Office, Jared Herring, Colleen Webb. We want to thank all of them. Of course, our studio producer, Jennifer Phelps, and uh, from my broadcast partner, Jimmy Cataldo, this is Mark Amadale. Our next broadcast will be tomorrow night, the Dowling Girls Class 5A Regional Final. It'll be Dowling hosting Iowa City West. We'll be on the air at 645 right here at the Dowling Gym. Tip-off, 7 o'clock. Iowa City West and Dowling Catholic. The winner tomorrow night moves on to the Girls State Basketball Tournament. And then later on this week on Friday, Dowling at Cedar Falls from the Cedar Falls High School Gym. So we've got a couple of games left remaining this week here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. For our supporters and sponsors, they include Skeffington's Formal Wear, Ashworth Vision Clinic, Instructor Professionals, Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Dental Associations. We thank them. And we thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. And we'll be on the air tomorrow night with our game between Dowling and Iowa City West. Once again, the final score for the final time. Dowling Catholic advances in the boys' Class 4A substate first round with an 84-59 win over Fort Dodge. This is Mark Amadell for my broadcast partner, Jimmy Cataldo, saying goodnight and so long from the Dowling Catholic Gym. Have a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.